This NBA playoff picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WYNNBet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment Coors Light. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog, Sean. I've been on a heater. Yes, you I've have. Never, I've never called myself a NBA tout, but holy shit. It's just like watching days of our lives. I know exactly what's going to happen. The twists, the turns, the injuries. Did not see a uh, soap opera comparison to your NBA picking well, ability starting the show off. I, I did got, not see that coming. I got some feedback from some fans who thought it was offensive I was comparing the NBA to wrestling because they're huge wrestling guys. So I moved on to the soap opera comparison mm. because it feels more fitting with the way LeBron stormed <laughs> off the court like a baby. There but is some telenovela vibes. Kyrie walked out and <laughs> stepped on the low. I mean, come on. Let's go. Yeah, Anthony Davis is in a coma, I assume. And then he's going to come out of the coma where he's doubtful. He's dealing with the groin issue. I feel like there's a lot of groin issues in the uh, soap opera world as well. Ryan, quick turnaround. If you're watching this live on YouTube, we're doing mm. a rare early before noon podcast. Probably wondering why I don't have a Coors Light cracked open. I will be cracking a bunch of Coors Light. A reasonable amount of Coors Light. When we go to the Clippers Ooh. Mavs game tonight, Wednesday night, we're going to be in the house there. But uh, we still, uh, you know, plenty of NBA action. We didn't talk about the Wizard Sixers yet. We didn't talk about Grizzly Jazz. No. Bunch of couple games uh, going on tomorrow. So much action happening. Of course, if you want to get in on the action, I don't know why you'd be sitting on the bench. Head over to winabet.com. W-Y-N-Bet-Bet.com. WYNBETVET.com. Download the app today. It's as fun as the NBA theme song. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500. That's right, $500 risk free bet. Are you kidding me? All you got to do is go to WYNNBET.com. Get all the details there. Generous promos, odds, and parlays happening right now over at WYNNBET. Simple formula. Get Kramer's picks. Head over to winbet.com and let it rain cash. WYNNBet.com to WIN. Kramer. I had you set to NBA levels. I didn't realize you were going to come with the NFL yes. heat. Bring in the well, because it's excitement. It's it's NBA NFL level action, especially for the round one playoffs. Joining us to help break down the NBA playoffs, the latest picks, the host of the NBA gambling podcast, Ryan, Rich, Fat, Baby McKee. 
RFB, how you doing? The sun's up three to two. Hell I yeah. feel like you're, you're bal- If I know you, uh, and I think I know you well, you're balancing being super excited with super <laughs> nervous. Where are you at right now? S U N S sun, sun, sun. I am all in now. I'm Let's a little go. nervous after, uh, after Chris Paul re aggravated his shoulder injury last night, Yes, but I'm feeling really great about this series overall. I definitely think that the Suns can take one of these next two games and win the series. And um, I'm just hopeful that Anthony Davis sits out uh, as my younger brother has taken to calling him pussy brow instead of <laughs> unibrow. Pussy brow. That's how creative well, my younger brother is. Well, it's it's not the most creative name, but it's catchy, almost as catchy as Charles Barkley's uh, street clothes, Anthony Street Clothes Davis. And this is how soft. And I love the NBA show, but they no one would even dare laugh at that joke. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It was all you, Sean. No, yeah, it it is what it is, and I, I think what we're seeing here is maybe. I mean, we were big LeBron sympathists for a long yes. time. What fun watching LeBron one of the greatest simps as the as the kids call him. one of the greatest players ever. I mean, to 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 be similar aged and see how he's fallen off uh, less drastically than I have in my athletic <laughs> career, all impressive. But God damn it, I don't know if you're a star player if it's good for you to be hanging around with LeBron. Let's look back in history. Mm. Who do we have? Who are some notables? He absolutely murdered Delonte West as a human. We know that to be star, a fact. star player is is probably yeah, he wasn't really a star. Well, uh, look look at what happened. He went from here to way down here. Kyrie Irving, batshit crazy. Delonte uh, West low is really low. I, I'm, I'm just saying that he deflates your value as a player. Kyrie Irving seemed like a perfectly normal. Where do you think he got the flat Earth stuff? Yeah, where did all huh, that stuff huh. come from? Now and now Anthony Davis still injury prone, <laughs> not coming out of it. I don't know. I, I will I say. Mean, you're you're missing some big ones. Uh, there, you know, that Heat team was never the same after he left. Oh yeah, all Chris, those guys Chris Bosch, had to retire. Chris Bosh, crazy heart, medical, heart, heart condition. Yeah, I mean, LeBron is the <laughs> ultimate cooler. Look <laughs> out! I know. I'm you're, all, if you're playing blackjack and LeBron sits next to you, grab your chips and move on. I know. I'm a, I'm a big. I'm a big. Uh, Butler is Michael Jordan's kid guy, but what if well, one more? What if Bosch had to stop playing because LeBron stole his heart? <laughs> one more, Kevin Love. Have you seen Kevin Love lately? Whipping the ball at people, dealing with depression. What I I feel for the guy, but what, I mean LeBron. Everyone that's involved in LeBron's world completely goes to shit. Yeah, and the last thing I'll shit. say is a shout out to Ryan, to Rich Fact Baby. And the Taco Tuesday analysis that was done on oh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com yes. last it was only last year. Oh, too. Wow. And uh because uh <laughs> it, it came back to light. I saw PFT bringing up he needed to do a deep dive on Taco Tuesday because LeBron once again not showing up on a Tuesday. No. I mean it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean we were gonna pick that game last, but let's just get into it now. Suns head back to the Lakers. Lakers laying two and a half at home, minus 140 on the money line, plus 115 going the other way. Man, I, I thought a last game was the game that LeBron was going to show up. And I mean, he didn't have a horrible game, but he certainly didn't put on the uh, Superman cape and carry the team. But now Anthony Davis, street clothes, probably going to play, but is he 100%? The guy clearly is never 100%. I, I think. My conspiracy brain tells me that you have to go Lakers because the NBA wants a game seven. 
But then also LeBron, you know, he's got senioritis, right? It's June. He's he's eyeing up that vacation. He's got a bottle of red wine picked out. Nice vineyard he wants to uncork. He's gonna get out on the uh, you know, the sea dew with well, not not Chris Paul, but he's gonna go out on the banana boat or whatever he does on his summer holiday. I mean, he is just itching to get out of this series. I him and D Wade on a tandem jet ski. Yeah, D Wade. That's what I was looking for. Uh, another player whose uh, career was never the same after playing with LeBron. D Wade, right there. Yeah, right? no, he <laughs> he is the cooler. It's crazy. I want someone to find me a player who ascended after <laughs> after play. I mean, I guess Kyrie kind of, but that's a tough uh, one. That's what we call a roller coaster. I mean, coaster. he he won that title with LeBron. It's kind of been downhill to some degree. But to your point, Sean, is this not the 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 epitome? Is this not the penultimate as they, they use outside this guy? Is this not the absolute spot to jump on the Lakers now? Well, and I thought it was game oh. five. I misread the situation. The I mean, you know, if you read the uh, Donaghy book, the, you know, whatever sort of calls they might be able to swing for, uh, for our buddies, uh, the Lakers, I think they might, but that being said, I'm going to take sons plus two and a half. I, cause I, I haven't for the series, and I just honestly don't feel like rooting against them here. McKee, RFB, I I know you're on the Suns here, right? Give me give me some like logistics. Give me give me some yeah. logistical reasons. And I'm enjoying here watching. <laughs> I, and we don't have it up on the video, but McKee is bouncing up and down on the Zoom uh, on some sort of a yoga chair. I'm assuming, right? Some sort of posture chair. It's- it's a yoga ball. We yes. still don't have our furniture at our new place, so I'm. Oh, I only have a yoga ball to sit on. That's how Suns um, he is. But it's, but it's that's good. How, makes that, me excited. That's he, how Phoenix Suns you are. Way ahead of the game. Yeah, Remember Shaq? Exactly. Used, they were ahead of the medical game. Just working. I I, I appreciate the posture. McKee is living the life of a gypsy. If gypsies <laughs> stayed in really nice Airbnbs and had uh, sweet gigs working remotely. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's, so give us give us the Suns take. Here's the reason that the Suns will win. It's because AD was the big outlier that the Suns could not guard. Okay. Yeah. The Suns don't have enough height. They don't have a backup center that they can play alongside of Aiton, not a traditional one. Um, and so what would happen is they would have three bigs out there essentially with either Drummond or Gasol and then AD and LeBron. Uh the Suns had to put their best defender, Mikhail Bridges, on LeBron. And then Aiton would be on whatever center was out there, which left you with like a crowder on AD. And so AD was able to drive and do whatever he wants. If he's not able to drive, even if he plays, yeah, his groin for you know, groin issues are always nagging. We know that in every sport. We've seen it in football, baseball, whatever you Long. do, especially Gosh. for a bigger guy, he's not gonna be able to drive no. the same way. He's if he's a decoy and he just has to hit from the outside. As far as big men go, he's got a good outside shot, but they can't rely on that for enough scoring. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Suns. I'm also going to take the under 208. Only one game in this Ooh. series has gone over. They've had so much trouble. I mean, the Suns' defense has just been swarming. Uh, the last 10 games these guys have played, only three games have gone over. So uh, even though 208, pretty low, I do like the under here as well. 
and, and temperature check, Ryan. As you know, living in Los Angeles, the Lakers flags don't even come up until the second or third round of the playoffs. I've not seen any Lakers flags driving around Los Angeles. This is usually prime Laker flag season, but they are Lakers fans didn't even think that they might lose a round one playoff game. So I don't think the home court advantage does much for them. And and Anthony Davis, this guy's got like the build of a grasshopper. It's just like these long kind of skinny arms that just they're not fluid for a game of basketball. I, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's it's a disadvantage to be a giant guy when it comes to injuries. And back to the specifically a groin. I mean, he's a big man, got a yeah. big groin. And what does the groin <laughs> impact you? It change of direction. Like it's the worst injury you can have for bat. It's one of the worst injuries you can have for basketball. Between that, and like a calf strain. So, I think to McKee's point, if he's out there, I think you're going to see a lot of decoy, a lot of off ball. Maybe he's the screener. Like he's not going to be an explosive to the basket guy. Man, you know the last couple of times I've been swayed off of my absolutely not a basketball pick just from just reading the ebbs and flows of the NBA playoffs. I've been wrong, so I'm gonna hold. I love the story. I think the Suns are gonna take care of business in Game Seven. Uh, I I do worry that the Lakers, uh, once they realized it wasn't gonna be their night, they just completely punted, and and perhaps that little bit of energy burst being at home, maybe the crowd will be. Uh, rocking like it will be tonight, well, Sean, and, and, when we're at the Clippers game. And, but and if you look at a historic uh, trend, I mean, LeBron coming off a 30 point playoff loss, historically, that's a good time to take LeBron. But I think, and and to McKee's point, I think there's a world where Suns fans actually want, uh, and, and maybe I'm crazy, but McKee, isn't there a weird world where Suns fan might want? Anthony Davis to be out there because Anthony Davis was pretty passive, especially in game two and game three uh, before he got hurt. And he was kind of timid. That was before an injury. Now you throw in a nagging groin injury. He's not going to know where to plant and what to do. Isn't there a world where you might actually want him out there on the court? You mean old pussy bro? (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, he still was passive in game two or three, but he still that was the big reason I think they won was him That's being out too, there yeah. again. The matchup or no game? game sorry, I, I confused it. Game one was the game where he didn't he didn't do anything. Yes, yeah, he didn't do anything in game one. So I I, I would rather not have him out there. <laughs> but sure, I mean, if he's out there, I do well, for all and, the reasons I said. I think he's he's got a nagging injury, and so I I don't think he's going to be anything more than a decoy. And McKee's playing it smart as a fan. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to give the Lakers any sort of bulletin board material. I know a lot of the guys listen to the pod. They're gonna, you know, I, I could see them yeah, printing R- out. Suns fan, rich fat baby says he hopes uh, Anthony Davis is out there, and then maybe Anthony Davis. Blog boy, pull, rich fat baby, <laughs> blog boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Shooter Shooter is always hitting me up for my analysis. Dennis Shooter <laughs> loves the pod. Uh, you know, he I, likes to. I I I translate it for him in German as well, so he listens to it in both ways. Also, big das fa- good. <laughs> also, big fan of the Das Bundesliga show. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we probably should have picked this game first, but we got we got sidetracked with our son's hot talk. Uh, Wizards Sixers, of course. Sixers. Oh, wait, Sean. I'm sorry. Before we get to your your Sixers. Sure. Uh, and the last thing I'll say about Anthony Davis, man who lives in LA now, got to learn. You know, th- people like a waxed pussy out here. <laughs> yeah, you I think just, just using <laughs> using the. I mean, we have to. This is holding a rich fat baby. This is a great nickname, Pussy Brown. I'm, I'm going to tell my brother. Just He's going to be him, so excited. I mean, also if you want to keep it clean on social media, AD the PB. That yeah. sounds like a real went nickname. to Kentucky oh, yeah. where he was a wildcat. I mean, there's a lot to work with here. <laughs> 
<laughs> do the drapes match the uh, curtain? Oh bra- God, I hope so. The rod. <laughs> All right, Wizards. We got to get our shit going, Mountain. Wizards head back to Philadelphia. The uh, Sixers were up. Embiid got hurt, uh, knee soreness. Now he's dealing with that. Ben Simmons could not make a free throw to save his goddamn life. Now Sixers laying six at home, minus two fifty on the money line, two twenty nine and a half is the total. I mean, I'm I'm not a big total guy, but I think under on two twenty nine and a half, uh, especially because Embiid is doubtful uh, for Game Five. Ben Simmons, dude, come on, man. No, no drama here. I, I, it's probably annoying when I compare myself to professional athletes, but yeah, Ben Simmons making a free throw isn't that difference from Sean Green making a free throw, and our percentages aren't that different. Uh, albeit, I can I can hit a little higher than sixty percent from the line. I'm probably sixty five percent. The fact that they're able to install a hack of Simmons defense at any point in the game and send a number one pick to the line, a guy who supposedly, I mean, guard forward, what, whatever he wants to go by, however he wants to identify himself. I'm, I'm cool. I'm position fluid, but I, he's not a center. There's just no excuse for you to not hit some goddamn free throws. That being said, I think there is a switch that he can flip and be super aggressive and get to the rim. I think Sixers minus six. They get it done. Knock on wood if you're with me. You're Although nervous. I, I am a little nervous. NBA Sean is nervous. I, I am slightly nervous because if they lose this one and then Game Six goes back to the Wizards, Embiid's coming off the injury. Everyone says the injury is not a big deal. If it's not a big deal, you should be playing in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. That's what I, especially a closeout game. McKee, where are you at with the Sixers Wizards uh, series and, and game? Well. The Sixers, as we've said all this year and last year, they're so much better at home than they are on the road. And they got, even after Embiid went out, they got damn close to winning that last game. You're right. So I do, I do like, there were 31 and seven at home this season. And yes, they were 10 and 11 without Embiid. He was, he missed 21 games. However, I still think they're the superior team. Uh, yes, you can get mad at Ben Simmons all you want. He should hit free throws. <laughs> yeah, come on. But I do think that they win this game. But I am taking Washington plus the points because I think it's going to be closer than I would like to give up that many points for the 76ers. Uh, Woj reported that the Sixers are hopeful for Embiid coming back, but I think the Sixers are smart not rushing him back because they can win this series without him. Yeah, uh, one thing we didn't hit on is that uh, Davis Bertans uh, for the Wizards, he's going to be out, and he, uh, you know, obviously not a star player, but I, I think him being out is is kind of big, and also Dwight Howard. As much as I've killed him and made fun of him over the years, he's actually given them pretty good minutes, and assuming he's going to start or at least play a bunch more with him beat out, I I think that he can carry the big man role there, and if if the game starts out running. Offense for Simmons, which I think um, game two they ran a lot, where he was just attacking the rim and going nuts. If they can get that going early, I think they can make the real the Wizards realize they they won out on the series. So I, I I think there's a world where they cover, and I'm taking Philly minus six. I'm a little like you said, a little nervous, and I I I see it being a little lower scoring game. I mean the Wizards they chuck up a bunch of shots and they were having trouble hitting at home. I, I think when they go back on the road here, it, that, that shooting percentage is even going to go down more. So Kramer, where are you at with this one? I mean, again, NBA I think, God. Well, I, I, I this is it. It's simple. I think 
you know, there's also the element of we talked about that uh, momentum in these series. And I think for some of these teams, it's it's not a must-win game. Obviously, they're up three to one. It's must-win for our minus two and a half bet. But yes, it's also must-win because of what you just said. If they lose this game and yeah. they have to go back to Washington, no a whole heap of pressure there. falls on Simmons because he probably had a bad game. Now Embiid, he better come back. He better be healthy. So yeah, narrative-wise, they got they got to handle business. They'll know that as a team. They see the path they have. Right? They can't fuck this up. So. I think they take care of business. I'm going to take another another chalky home team here. Lay the points. Josh Baker uh, in the YouTube chat saying Ben Simmons triple double plus six hundred. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna toss that in my little sheet over here because I I I think at plus six hundred there's a uh, there's a scenario where they get that done. Memphis Grizzlies head back to Utah where the Jazz are laying nine and a half minus five hundred on the money line. Grizz coming back three eighty on the money line. Two twenty seven is the total. Man, it felt like the Grizzlies kind of had a shot there to close it out at home and steal a, a win, but eventually this Utah team is just way too talented. There is, as far as looking past the series, because I do think Jazz close it out at home. There is some weirdness going on between Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz team in general. I mean, there was that whole thing of him not playing game one where he was mad at the team, saying he could play, the team didn't want him to play, but it seems like it's spilled over. There are some weird chemistry issues for a team that's that's up three one. Where are you at with this game, uh, McKee? Yeah, I agree with you. Donovan Mitchell, there is some weird chemistry issues with this Jazz team. Last season it was with Rudy Gobert. Uh, you know, not just with the COVID stuff, but also <laughs> him complaining that not enough, <laughs> yeah, not enough people, you know, re- respect him as a player, as a scorer. So there was that. Uh, who, you know, who's going to be the alpha, Gobert or Mitchell? So there, there has been this running narrative there. So if he is, I, I that's why I am going to take the Grizzlies tonight plus the points, just because I think that that's too many points to give up for Memphis. And I think the jazz are probably already starting to look past this series. Uh, and there's no real rush for them to close this out tonight with the Clippers and Dallas still tied up They're, You know, they know that that is going to go at least a couple more games. So uh, Grizz very well coached with Taylor Jenkins. So I like Grizz plus the points. I wouldn't take them as the underdog to win straight up just because Utah is very tough at home. Uh, but you're right. There is some weird rumblings around this jazz team. And the thing is, I think uh, if they have an off night shooting threes, that's how they have really just dominated Memphis is from the, from beyond the arc. And if, if, you know, if they get off a little at all, I think Memphis can keep this close. Yeah. I think there's enough talent on this Grizzlies team. And, and especially what we've seen from John ja Morant kind of uh, making his, making a playoff splash here with some uh, real, really good games. I, I think there's enough there to cover the nine and a half. Um, probably not my favorite play on the board here, but I'm going to go Grizz plus nine and a half. Maybe you can get a 10 somewhere. I do think the jazz close it out, but I, I, I agree. There's enough weirdness and enough miss shot potential on some threes for uh for Grizzlies to get this cover. But really the NBA Oracle himself. You guys save the drama to me, right? Yes. Stick to your what fucking you nerdy positive <laughs> EV basketball analytics. I I considered looking at an adjusted sp- spread here for Utah. I really? think you guys are overthinking it. Would you not say Memphis has achieved their goal by by getting to this point, stealing a game from a two seed like or a one seed like 
haven't they achieved some level of success? And how does the NBA work? Right, you get to go through one door, and then then it's that's the end. And then the next year, you get to go to the next door. And so I think them going down four one here to a very good Utah team at home is just fine. Uh, I'll consider uh, playing an adjusted line here. I I was looking at the Utah minus seventeen and a half. Wow! Uh, but I, I'm just gonna say Utah minus nine. I think they just get it done. You said it, right? They they're gonna shoot well. I, I think they're gonna shoot well. They're gonna hit the threes, and it's gonna it's gonna get away from Memphis. That Again. is a very chalky, very public play. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm all chalk on 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 this on this podcast today. You can't you can't go after the chalk guy. Winners win, baby. If you're like Ryan, eating a lot of chalk, you're gonna work up a powerful thirst. What better way to quench it than with an ice cold? Coors Light. Coors Light, it's literally made to chill, brewed in the Rockies. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Again, perfect way to hit the reset button. Uh, I am I am looking forward to tonight hanging out in a suite, ordering up some Coors Light, cracking open some cold ones. It's a perfect way to reset. You know, I, I know people think, Sean, you're living the dream, and I am, but there's a lot, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of emails I gotta respond, a lot of tension in my back. Uh, related to the Sixers and this game five and Joel Embiid's knee. So what do I do? How do I need to reset? How do I need to chill? It's very simple. I got a chill pill and it's in a, <laughs> it's in the form of a, a can called Coors Light. Coors Light. It's the one I choose when I need to chill. It's when you need to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Should send some of those uh, to the, the Boston fans. Oh, yeah. Get them to chill a little bit. Well, perfect uh, quick sidebar because the Boston fans, they probably do need to chill. Maybe if uh, maybe if the water bottle guy was sipping on a Coors Light, he would be chill and and not want to throw any. You don't see anyone throwing a Coors Light can at an NBA fan because how, after you have it, you're chill. You're how not, are you you're gonna, not angry? How are you going to let Flat Earth Kyrie outsmart you, <laughs> idiot? There is he's a, still welcome in the building. Now you aren't, <laughs> dummy. There is a weird thing of uh, Kyrie thinking the Earth is flat, essentially not believing in gravity, and almost. Being taken out by a water bottle that yeah. is sent on a, uh, mm. a a collision course via gravity. Yeah, he's since walked that back. You know, Duke learning and all. Okay, uh, but worth worth mentioning the Celtics because former uh, president of the United States, or at least that's what Celtics fans are calling him, Brad Stevens. Now, literally, seems like he's going to be the president transitioning from head coach of the Celtics to um, president uh, manager president of, basketball. of basketball. President of basketball operations. Pre- there you go. So he's literally going to be president. This is an unprecedented move. Am I wrong? I, I never remember a coach then becoming uh, the president or moving to a front office role this quickly. Usually it's like uh, the coach gets fired, he moves on, he coaches for a while, then comes back and decides to be, uh, you know, work in the front office. McKee, what are you making of this move? It seems. Cu- Seems kind of random uh, to me, honestly. Is he just taking this GM role or front office role until the Indiana uh, college basketball job opens up? What's going on here? I have no idea what's going on. I haven't heard anybody talking about this, no leaks about this until yeah. it came out today. Danny Ainge retiring, he's saying, I guess to go drink a bunch of Coors Lights probably on a beach, which is uh, my favorite type of Coors Light, a Coors Light <laughs> on the beach. Um, but 
I, yeah, I, I can't remember a coach going directly to president of basketball operations. I guess if anybody could do it, it's him. He seems to be one of the smartest coaches out there as far as just strat, you know, I can't say the word strategician, strategy, strategy, <laughs> strategy, uh, strategy, uh, and player development. So but I, like, I, I mean, to I, me, that's like, that's why he's a good head coach. He's great at drawing up plays. He's great at getting guys to work together as a team. I mean, the reason the Celtics probably made these uh, little mini runs that they've had in these past couple of years is because he's getting more out of guys uh, than you normally should or normally could. And and that's what, it, where his strength was as a coach, he was able to take that. Yeah, he's had some of the worst luck, like the worst injury luck of any coach. I mean, yeah. you think about Gordon Hayward going down and all the problems that they have this year with guys going out for COVID. And I mean, Robert Williams can never really seem to stay healthy or, and get to his full potential. And then Jalen Brown goes out before the playoffs. So yeah, it's, it uh, seems I like, certainly don't put yeah. it on him for their, for their losses. It, it seems like he's too good of a coach right now to hang it up. And if you're a Celtics fan, like, yeah, this team was never going to win the championship. But again, if Jalen Brown stays healthy, maybe they do a little damage and they're kind of in that holding pattern of being a pretty good team waiting for maybe that third, or probably it would end up being a second superstar that could really, you know, take you to the next level and, and get you that ring. So I don't know. It, it seems weird to give up on coaching when you're still a pretty good coach. I, I, Kramer, what do you think? Uh, well, I think first of all, like the, the college angle is a bad one. Cause he just missed that opportunity with Indiana. Yeah. And they would, they, you know, he certainly would have been the top guy had he wanted to leave. You, I think you got to look at this, right? Like what's happening in sports player empowerment. Someone doesn't like Brad Stevens voice and the Celtics want to keep him around. Hmm. The Celtics want to keep his brain in the building, but clearly something is not working with the team. Either that or he's burnt out from coaching. It could simply, but it seems more like. He's so young. I mean, by NBA coaching standards. Most people aren't going to step away from a job like this. No, I know. That's why it it makes. And you're going, it's not like the. Celtics uh, GM job is, is like working here at the sports gambling podcast network. Like it's still a high pressure job that you're going into. I, I, I'm telling you, I think that there there's, there's a sprinkle of player empowerment here. Like it seems like there, we might not see the smoke yet. Maybe Tatum doesn't like him. Maybe there's something going on there because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that you're saying, I want to keep this guy's brain running our organization. Cause we like what he, we like how he, he, we like what he's all about. But why not make him the coach anymore? Or it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Is this some like bullshit where it's like they we just need a we need a player? Like this is like purely an aesthetics thing. We don't want Brad Stevens to be our coach anymore. We need to bring in an old timer like KG or something like I again, Sean, you're you're trying to rationalize something that doesn't make sense to me. I can't I can't figure it out. To me, something happened, and this even could be Danny Ainge did something and got fired. Like there could be something here where they need to, they're, they're just correcting uh, something that happened and they're doing so in a way that is like, it doesn't make sense, which makes you say like, where's the smoke? There's there, fire there, here. There where's is, the smoke? There's clearly like, one more thing we don't want know about Jason kid over Brad Stevens <laughs> as a coach. That doesn't make sense. So yeah, but also like Mark made, Jackson is available. But if you think about what made Brad Stevens so good in college, it was more of that organizational thing, right? Yes, he's a good coach. Yes, he's a, a good number analytics, all that good stuff. But maybe that tells you like you can do that from the president position, and you can just tell the coach what to do. I don't. I, I think you're right, or you're you're getting warm with the Danny Ainge did something something that, happened that needs a quiet. Danny Ainge is a. Lo- I, I thought he was a loved member of the of the Boston community. Like, why would he just quit? 
Yeah, there, there. I think there's one more. Anyway, we don't need to talk about it. Fuck Boston. This <laughs> there is you good. Go. That's simple it, enough. It wouldn't be the worst thing for Boston sports teams to go back to sucking for 20 years. So those, so I, no disrespect to the to the chowder heads that we like, but I mean, it got a little annoying after the Red Sox won the World Series oh, 20 yeah. years ago. The almost. Pink Cats, and even it's kinda, even the diehard Celtics. It hasn't stopped and, since then. And it's Red been, Sox it's been yeah, it's been a little bit of an annoying like Boston run. So let's let's just all collectively root for them to go back into the ground for a little bit. <laughs> Winter, I was it, wrong. It has happened. Go from coach to president of basketball operations. Uh, most recently with Pat Riley and the heat oh. he went from president of basketball to coach to back to president of basketball operations. So maybe Brad even just sees himself as the next uh, Pat Riley. Yeah. I mean, at least, and in that situation, Pat Riley is like, okay, you're kind of, you're being put out to pasture. Now you're going to do this elder statement statesman role. I mean, Brad Stevens, how, the guy's like, but isn't, I mean, Pat, he's, he's barely got a beard. Like what's he's, he's right, not maybe he's got young. some heart, some stress related thing. I think Pat Riley, like we ended up finding out later, there was something medical about him stepping back. Wasn't there? And, and I, I think, you know, maybe there's something we don't know about. Maybe Brad Stevens just is he, done. He was losing his precious hair. So he had to step <laughs> back away from the stress of being a coach. Brad, Brad Stevens is upset. They can't get Tim Tebow. So he had a Pat fake, Riley and, fake a heart palpitation. Pat Riley and Brad Stevens couldn't be more opposite. It's great. <laughs> they really are two ends of the spectrum. All right. Uh, June 3rd, Denver nuggets head back to Portland where the blazers are laying minus five minus two ten on the money line plus one seventy coming the other way. Normally I like to make fun of the NBA and their celebration of players and their, and their games, even when they lose. Cause the NBA is really a lot like that where it's like, Oh, he had 30 and 10 and it was amazing. It's like, no, they lost the game. But that, that Portland game last night. And as a guy who was on the nuggets lane, one and a half, I, I, a couple of times I just go, man, if he's going to hit shots like that, I'm, I'm happy to lose. If I'm going to lose a bet, I'd at least like it to be with like a historical performance. Now there's, there's two ways to kind of see this game going either a Portland did everything they could. We got the game of the, of his life uh, out of, out of Dame Lillard and shout out to us. I think we all threw out. I know Zach and, and moon and myself were all on Lillard over points. It seemed like an obvious bounce back spot for did him. He get there. Yeah. <laughs> He got there. Uh, he probably got there just with his overtime points. Do they have anything left in the tank to close out Denver here, or or is it just like everything's lost? They gave everything they could. They still couldn't get the victory. Now Denver closes it out in Portland. Oh man, this one's tough because I I do think Portland gets the win minus five. Maybe it's a hair high. It's weird though. Last night we finally got the close good game in the series. Everything else had been a blowout. I'm smelling Portland blowout, but McKee, where are you at with this one? Yeah, I was going to bring up the same point. It has gone one way or the other. The spread hasn't even mattered in the rest of the games except for one. So. I came into this series picking the trailblazers and I flip-flopped after watching the first few games. And I think that I thought that the uh, Denver backcourt with the lack of Jamal Murray would be too much for, I I thought that the trailblazers could really uh, exploit that backcourt with their two stars. However, as good as Dame has been McCollum, he just can't seem to get to that same level where he can exploit his matchups. He's been good in a couple of games and uh, Scott Reichel and on the sports on 
sorry, NBA gambling podcast pointed that out on our last pod. It's really going to be up to my column here. And I just don't seem to trust him after coming back from that injury. Also, uh, Portland sneaky bad against the spread at home this season, 16 and 22 against the spread at home. So I guess I'm taking nuggets plus the points. And I think that the nuggets can win outright. And uh, hopefully you grabbed over six and a half series length in this one, because now you're sitting on a, what minus 200, it was minus uh, one Oh five. When we picked it, uh, I think, I think almost certainly what we saw. And I think I commented to you, Sean, how uh, tired Denver looked at the end of that game compared to Portland. Dame still looked like he had some hop and yeah. to your, your, your McCullum point that dude lost the, like in his eyes, he lost the game when he stepped out of bounds. So if there's one guy that is going to be hyper-focused to bounce back and prove everyone wrong, I think it's him again. This, this series was always going seven. It's still going seven and I'm going to do it. Uh, we picked four games. I'm going favorites on all of them. And I think we're going to have some game sevens. I'm I'm going Portland minus five and interesting. You bring that up Kramer. Cause we're seeing the money line at, at blazers minus two ten. But if you like Blazers money line and want to play Blazers money line, double check the series price on games over six and a half because that, depending on where your book is and, it, and what you're off, betting, it's a, yeah, it's off now. So you would have oh, had okay. To, you well, had there, to, there could be a window depending on your book. Some of these people, some of these shops, a misprice stuff like that that really is tied but, to the same result. But even at that time, that's why it was a bad price. Yeah, because all you needed to do was teams to hold serve, and you were going to get value. And mm, positive EV. Sorry. I, again, I'm a guy who believes in McCollum. As we know, Lehigh beat Duke. McCollum, that step out of bounds, that was a tough look. Uh, he does seem like a guy who's strong willed and is going to rally. And I think the Portland crowd helps carry this team. So I'm going to go Portland minus five. I mean, McKee. RFB made some good angles on Denver plus five. I just, I just can't see it. And I'm seeing uh, again, I'm seeing a bad price. Both, both Portland and Denver to win in, in seven are, are priced at around 200 plus 200. So, I mean, again, it's a longer game, but uh, if you're Portland's favorite, if you think Portland's going to win on the road as a small dog parlayed with a minus 200 favorite, it's mm. not going to be equal to plus 200. So you can grab them right now. Um, I would, uh, my favorite bet for this game is the over two twenty-seven and a half. and a half. Uh, in the last 10 games, these two t- match, these two teams have matched up. They've been seven and three, as far as the overs hit seven times out of 10. So, uh, just plenty of points, not a lot of defense being, uh, played here. So, uh, that'd be my bet, but I do like the nuggets plus five. Yeah. And it does seem like, especially with these teams, the tired legs, would lead you to more scoring because the guys are just such good shooters, pure shooters. So they're relatively quick turnaround on a, you know, they played a double overtime game and you got a travel day in there. So I, I think the over 227 and a half may be the best. Uh I, I agree with you on that on this uh on this game for sure. We already gave out the uh picks for the Hawks Knicks. Kramer's on the Knicks. I'm on the Hawks. McKee, you have any thoughts on uh Hawks Knicks tonight? Yeah, I think that the Knicks keep it alive. They're 26 and 12 at home this season. And the Atlanta's not been a great road team. They're 16 and 22 on the road. Uh, so they've been a little better since McMillan took over. But I think that the Knicks stay alive tonight. But that, sorry, I think that uh, Atlanta wins this series. You got room on the Suns bandwagon. <laughs> I, I, I was realizing that there's really no reason for me to be a Knicks fan anymore. Fuck James Dolan. Oh, wow. Right. Uh, 
I, I I'm sad. I got Your Julius re- Randall jersey hasn't even arrived. Yet. I, I I can't pull the trigger on a new guy. I keep looking for a John Starks jersey. <laughs> Ryan shopping for John Starks jersey. It's, it's impo- been a fun uh, ongoing storyline in the office. I need a large John Starks John Starks jersey. There's none on the internet. It's in eBay nowhere. No one has a fucking John Starks jersey. So <laughs> perhaps I'll be needing a Booker, maybe an Aiton. I don't know. Well, I'll I'll be talking to to Team Ryan and see what the the preferred jersey is. And what about uh what about Clippers Mavs? Kramer and I are both on the Clippers laying seven wow. at home because we're gonna go into the game. So you gotta <laughs> gotta bet on the home uh, favorite. And by the way, Sean, uh, Clippers to win four two, still plus one ten. R- reminder, uh, the professional NBA tout Ryan Real Money Kramer gave it out at plus seven fifty. Yeah, that is ago, so. that is huge. <laughs> Are you? Uh, how you think- can you go against? How can you go against the Clippers, <laughs> knowing that a a golden god like Kramer, the the NBA's premier handicapper, if he's oh, going to be you. in the house, I feel yes. like that magic is going to wear off on the rest of the team. Yeah, I agree. Clippers minus twelve and a half, plus two hundred. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. All right, let's do a uh, lock dog. And maybe call it wild card. Maybe there's a uh, total a series but price. Before you do that, can I just give you a fun LeBron fact? Yes. In the past decade, LeBron has not been eliminated from the playoffs by anyone that isn't Greg Popovich or the Golden State Warriors. Really? So let's keep that in mind as well. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I'm pulling for the Suns in seven, but I, hey, I'm, you just said you wanted space on the Suns bandwagon. I, I do. Yeah, I do. You, can't be, you're, you can't. Be I'm just gonna out have to push nuggets. you off of it. I just All let right, you on right. it. Uh, well, let's let's talk after the game Thursday night. <laughs> All right, um, McKee, you're the guest. We'll let you go. Give me a lock, a dog, and then uh, something something you know something something spicy. Uh, something spicy. Either a series <laughs> prize, player prop, something else that's a uh, Popping off at you. All right. Well, my lock is uh, I'm going to go with the Knicks first half. Ooh. I don't think they've won. They that that was the trend this year uh, that everybody won a bunch of money on Knicks against the spread first half. I don't think that they've won one yet this series. So I think that they are due. They're going to come out hot. They're going to come out a desperate team. They're better at home as I already mentioned. So definitely like that. As far as my dog, I am going to go with the Grizzlies. Um, I think it's kind of a long shot that they win tonight, but I, for all the reasons I said earlier, I do think the Grizzlies uh, are still a live dog and then something spicy. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe a parlay um, that's talking to you. I would go with the, I would go with the Lakers sons under okay. and then take the Suns plus two and a half. And then take the Nuggets Trailblazers over two twenty seven and a half Ooh. for uh, that parlay. Six why, do we, to one, why, baby. why do we make this Phoenix money line for you? Oh, let's juice it. Or up do you want six. the two and a half points? Come on, we'll, you don't we'll need those two and a half uh, points. All right, let's take the money <laughs> line. That's right. Let's go. I can't wait for the Lakers. Hashtag digits um, only. So you got da- the- Daddy needs a new yoga ball. Let's go. <laughs> He's bouncing on it while he says it. Oh, the visual is amazing. Okay, so over two twenty-seven and a half for the Blazers. Oh, I I like that. That's a good one. Um, Kramer, what are you doing? Lock dog and something spicy. Lock Portland. Come on. The the that's the yeah. I told you last night. Go bet on Portland as soon as that game ended. By the way, 
uh, fuck ESPN. I come home and I'm like, I like Shelly, you gotta, uh, you gotta watch these highlights of this game. It was amazing. So I pull up the ESPN highlight. They literally showed one Dame shot and then they showed a uh, joker hit a couple of shots in double overtime. Really? I'm like, are you fucking what? kidding me? <laughs> Dame, Dame hit like seven, like game changing he had, threes. He had two anyway. game tying threes. Lock Portland. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I'm in love with this sound drop. <laughs> uh, uh, Portland is the lock, the dog. We're gonna go. Uh, we're, we're gonna go back to my uh, my bread and butter, Sean. The adjusted uh, mm. spreads. We're gonna go to the Utah game, and uh, I've been finding good value. What is it minus nineteen? No, I'm gonna stretch it to the two to one point minus fourteen and a half plus two hundred. Nice and uh, something spicy. Uh, you know, I still think you can get down on on like I'm still advising you to take the Clippers to win in six, okay. plus one ten. I, I think they're not losing another game. Um, and we didn't touch on it, but uh, yeah, my initial reaction to round two, we'll touch on this later. But instant reaction, oh, Nets are real short fit, short fit, too, way too short. Yeah, way we'll, we'll, too we'll short. We'll do uh, we'll do another pod and hit on the uh, the round two stuff because it's there's only one game. It'd be nice to get right, a couple more. You're up, Sean. I'm up. Ah, let's do it. Every time I've locked them up, they've covered. Give me the Sixers oh, no. minus six. LFG <sighs> for my dog. I'm gonna go Suns money line, and for my something spicy, uh, whoever threw out Ben Simmons triple double at plus six hundred. Josh Baker. Josh Baker on the YouTube. Josh, I'm riding with you. If I cash this uh, free T-shirt on us, and uh, let's fucking go, baby. Let's fucking go. I also like, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. But I also, the over, I'm going to add to my sheet here, the over in that uh, Denver Portland game. Cause that the angle of them being tired and, and still being decent jump shooters, I think uh, we makes watched a ton of sense. They were definitely tired. And, and the last thing I'll point out, uh, we're going to have fun with it. I think tonight uh, playing the wheel with the Clippers, I'm going to play first quarter, first half and full game. Uh, and uh, you know, one of the hosts on the, on this, the NBA gambling podcast, Zach, uh, Bronner pointed out all three home teams last night in game five, they covered first quarter, first half and full game. So nailed it. All right. Uh, McKee RFB, the RFB himself, rich fat baby McKee. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. Check, yeah, out. And check me out on uh, tally site too. I'm Ooh, like yes. number two for the NBA playoffs and oh, overall oh, standings oh, for all the experts. So there you go. Well, it's experts only McKee. So. Yes, exactly. That's right. Check out his uh, NBA picks on our sportsgamblingpodcast.com NBA picks page. And of course, locking it down as host of the NBA gambling podcast. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan. It's not time to put LeBron in the casket yet. Kramer, let it ride.